1: My brother my brother man on top here. of the morning oh, to ya me. he <laughs> said he had some in the chamber <laughs> I did not wowzers yikes let me try again okay hello everyone and welcome. On to top the... of the morning to yeah,
0: ya. he doesn't know any <laughs> other ones that's the only one that he knows I can't. Okay. okay so I try one more, time, one more time one more time okay
1: hello everybody on top we... of the morning to <laughs> <ya>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think we nailed it on that. Use take finger. <laughs> yeah, got it in three.
1: Whatever take you want oh, to use three it take Three
0: takes slightly racist McElroy over I here. also
1: have something lined up about Aaron go Okay. But we can <laughs> talk more about that. I'll, I'll work it in. Okay. Um, this is an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. Justin O'Mickelroy. <laughs> there it is. And I'm your middle's brother, a Thomas I'm Griffin
0: O'Macroy. <laughs> <I don't laughs> that, that, that became Italian. I'm sorry, everybody. I I know the first rule of comedy is to say yes and I'm saying no bye. no and then goodbye to this whole enterprise.
1: No, but I'm leaving.
0: This is this is the first St. Patrick's Day. Like it used to be a thing for me in Huntington, and then less of a thing for me in cincinnati and then like every like every year that passed like it became less of a thing this year i'm just like oh i just don't want to deal with it well you know what what really killed me is like yesterday
1: everybody was out for saint patrick's day and like by yesterday we're recording sunday so i mean saturday like saturday all the bars were packed and it's like Mm. hey dog it's not St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, what yeah. are these people doing it Saturday and they're out drinking? Well, no, it's, I mean, it's not that, but, Where like, do these creeps get off? Creep watch. I'm just saying, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe that's not a good excuse. This is a My Brother, My Brother made Me creep alert. Some people are in bars on Saturdays on the day before St. Patrick's Day, which is a Sunday, because where do they get off? Well, they are wearing those Jamiroquai, like, you know, green and white hats with, like, a shamrock on them. And I hate them. I want to kill them.
0: You want to kill (coughs) Jamiroquai? No, I want to kill anyone that impersonates Jamiroquai. There can be only one. How does anyone still harbor any sort of emotions whatsoever (laughs) towards Jamiroquai? There
1: is nothing you can say to Jamiroquai that he has not heard from the man who lives in his hat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there is one, there is one reference to Jamiroquai allowed, and that is if you were in some kind of room with a moving floor, and then mm-hmm. you can say, "Oh, this is like that Jamiroquai video." And then you the can say Jamiroquai
1: hat; Do you have to say "Cat in the Hat hat."
0: Yeah, because I think of all the things that left a cultural mark on our culture, I think Jamiroquai maybe ranks in maybe a little bit lower than Doctor. You're shows. saying Jamiroquai? I
1: think it's Jamiroquois.
0: Uh Jamiroquai is the
1: plural. <laughs> of the latin jameer courses
0: god. it's Jamira
1: <laughs> meaning
0: to jamir. yes oh god do we want to do advice or just jameer this this yeah time?
1: just jameer material <laughs> <laughs> that was great Mar- listen march 19th these all expire so <laughs> <laughs> uh i've just been offered a job transplanting dead bodies to morgues and mortuaries this means I will be cleaning up dead bodies from crime scenes, car wrecks, hospitals, uh-huh. etc. The problem is, how do I tell my family members without them freaking out? How do you Everybody- tell
0: your favorite podcast without them freaking out? Because well, you did. he doesn't
1: know that because he done did it wrong. Yeah. I. Uh, Guys, okay, go ahead and finish it. Hold on. Uh, how do I ease them into the idea that this is an okay thing? for me to do. That's from Bring Out Your Dead in Denver. Well, you should probably start off by telling them who you're employed by, and not just saying, I have a job moving dead bodies. Yeah, like how about this? Let me hit you with this. I work for the city, mm-hmm. that is
0: fine. I, and I specialize in disposal.
1: I make dead bodies disappear. <laughs> Oops, yeah. no. see that's I'm, a man. Thing. That I'm man- a man with a particular set of skills. <laughs> I just bought a pig farm. You ever see that uh, movie, Pulp Fiction? You remember that guy, the wolf? That's Mm -hmm. like me, except state sponsored.
0: I'm the Um. man you call when you have no other options. (laughs) I'm a fixer, you might say. I'm a fixer. (laughs) I'm a fixer for the city.
1: Here's the thing. Your family has every right to be freaked out because when the zombie apocalypse happens, you are first to go. Why, We're going to come that? back for him? You. No, I'm saying, like, have you never seen, like, you in touch movies? My, you touched my dinkus while I was dead. <laughs> I remember it. It was an no, accident. In, in movies, there's always that scene where, like, the dude gets out of, like, the ambulance or something. And, like, oh, he's dead. And then, like, the sheet, like, rises up. And he got boner. Kills him. Oh. <laughs> he's got <laughs> boner. He's We
0: watched the wrong movie. I watched, right. uh, I watched Porky's 4. when the lead character from Porky's 3 dies. I think you mean Porky's 4, Night of the Living Porky's. Mm -hmm. Porky,
1: when Porky dies. (laughs) So, so I think, uh, you know what? I I have to tell you, my friend, you have absolutely nothing to be embarrassed of. I am, we are so lucky as a society that there are weirdos like you who are strong <laughs> enough to do Thank this. Thank God there are freakos like you. Thank freakos. God there are weird, weird, uh, weird beards like you out there <laughs> just doing it. Just that, get off on this kind of thing and love it. Just love it. You love dead bodies. You freako. You weird, out weird guy. Just you're let a your hero. freak flag fly.
0: You I, 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 I think you got. You can have this job. You got to take this job. It's fucking hard out there, you guys. Yeah. Come this.
1: Just say to your parents, like, hey, in this economy, I'm employed. Yeah. And it's when they're like, hard doing, doing what? Just go, huh? What? Yeah, yeah, no, totally employed. Now. Literally anybody gives you a hard time about it, podcast included. The only response is, do you want to do it? Because someone <laughs> is going to do this.
0: True. Yeah. And they're going to fucking rake in the cash while you're working at Arby's. And you'll still be moving dead bodies around, but it'll be. <laughs> cows i guess but you I mean, people I,
1: people that had a uh a, a, a jamoka shake on the floor just dead there's,
0: there's somebody who works at arby's whose only job is to move the dead people who died from the arby's outside it is a full-time year-round job. i'm a fixer for arby's is my job
1: the mozzarella sticks are people, are people.
0: um i think though that anytime you meet somebody – It's good or, mood
1: food, guys. It's good mood <laughs> food because you get to meet your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Who wouldn't that put into a good mood? If,
0: if you meet anybody or you go on a first date, you got to run the screen pass on them until, like, they know you well enough that when mm-hmm. you tell them that you touch dead bodies for a living, they don't just assume you're some sort of – like, there's some sort of Wednesday Adams scenario. Yeah,
1: I think you could also start off just by saying, like, you – you know, start off saying work for the city – and then you work for a morgue, and then you work in transportation for the morgue, and then what you actually do, because if you just start off with, oh, I roll up in my hubby van and load some dead bodies up in it, they're just going to picture like a whistling dude slinging bodies <laughs> I, over his shoulder. I think
0: morgue step two is, I think you're jumping several guns that you can really <laughs> squeeze in there to prolong the magic. I think oh, you, you could say th- like, I work, th- I work for the city, and then say, I work for a city in which people die. Okay, but the, even that, I would say like, I work for the city, and they say doing what, and I, you would say shipment, and they would say of what, <laughs> and you would say materials, and they would say what, what kind of materials and you would say organic, organic materials
1: formerly organic mm-hmm. they would say
0: animals and you say nope keep guessing and they say this is the worst game and date i've ever been on
1: <laughs> By then the dessert's there Yes, yeah. scot-free
0: <laughs> just hope she I've, loves mystery if,
1: if you want to find out the answer see you for round two
0: mm-hmm or uh, it, or maybe you get in a car wreck on the way home, and then uh, I will see you also there also.
1: I think there's a great opportunity here uh, if if you are actually okay with this job, and God bless you for for being so. Uh, I think it would be really fun to just pretend all the time that you're horrified because it's <laughs> a completely human resource. But can you imagine the dude like? Go ahead, and call the body truck, and you you up like oh <laughs> oh my no, god oh god. Oh, God. It's never been like this before. This is my first day. This is somebody's pimpom. <laughs> you would think they would train me or something. He looks like my Nana. Why did I have to drive my own car? <laughs> I drive a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I don't have any room for this car. I have a two-door. I don't... Uh, Someone cut off his legs. <laughs> Does anyone have a leg axe? I need to put him in the trunk. In the boot. <laughs> if you're in Canada, I guess.
0: I think you have, there are so many options, there's so many directions you could take that character. Oh man. You could be like weird philosophical guy, like, oh, so young, so short, like he's 90. He's 90, he died fucking, he's 90 years old. I know, so beautiful. What a beautiful body. I've seen a lot of cadavers, but your peepum's cadaver is like fucking beautiful. Oh, it's a beautiful form, beautiful life.
1: You could be the guy that shows up and subtly hints at the fact that maybe someone should stake him. You should (laughs) definitely stake the body. Gosh, uh, anybody got any chopsticks or anything? A little final cleanup, if you know what I mean. You smell garlic? It's garlic. You could also eat. just pick one up and go, and just announce loudly, I'm recreating Weekend at Bernie's 2 tonight. Get it? It's a Bernie. I'm going Bernie's. I'm doing Bernie's, guys.
0: Or you could help out the detectives without them asking. Like, oh, this looks, like, this looks like poison to me. Poison again. Like, he is on the side of the road, and his car is cut in half on a tree, literally 200 feet away. Yep. Natural so, causes.
1: Mm-hmm. Nat- naturally, he was poisoned.
0: Well... Man, I'm so glad that people do this. Right? Yeah, and th- if there aren't just dead bodies everywhere? It is everywhere. <laughs> I think that's how probably America rolled for like 50 years and then eventually they're like, you know what, guys? <laughs> I've been thinking. Far. We should clean this up. Uh, you know how we've been talking about job creation and this tough economy? I got a great idea. Let's move these fucking bodies everywhere. <laughs> you know what would be like
1: the boldest move, like the body movers went on strike. I guarantee you can have whatever you want. Oh my God. You yes. were just like, hey, mayor. If you don't pay us an extra $5,000 a week, we're out. Yes, 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 whatever. Please don't make us touch dead people. Please, we can't do this again with you. We can't touch
0: dead people. Please. Imagine going to that union meeting. I would I would <laughs> Welcome not everyone be able to, to, to the f- meeting <laughs> of the party movers. My name is Morpheus. My name is also Morpheus.
1: <laughs> Wait, are we all Morpheus? Damn it, guys. <laughs> I said we could have 10 Morpheus' tops. Listen, I know it's inconvenient with the pipe organ being out of service. I brought an MP3 player and some speakers. Morpheus, please set it up. For me. Morpheus 6? No, Morpheus 6. Morpheus yes, 6, you. he's good with technology. <laughs> He was the first one of us to have email. <laughs> you can reach me at dead at hotmail dot com. My name, my address is dead guy thirteen because there's twelve of uh, you guys in the union. Um, <laughs> my last to- request is please refer to everybody as this fat piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, let me get this fat piece of shit. The truck. This she's is
0: six-year-old girl.
1: This is a six-year-old girl. <laughs> that's awful. Interesting uh, litmus test between Griffin and I. For me, you, she was an eight-year-old girl. Griffin's yeah. a little darker today with six-year-old yeah.
0: girl. Well, that's just me. You guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Yeah. This Yahoo was sent in by who else? Ira Ray.
1: Are you Ira Ray?
0: Who wants to know? I never know I when do. you're sending me up want to the know. assist or if you're... Just people, keep putting in dramatic pause.
1: The number one thing people tweet about our show these days is not
0: understanding the reference.
1: <laughs> Which it's is really re-
0: Jimmy Ray, guys. Just Google Jimmy Ray. That's it. Jimmy Ray. Google um, it. It's asked by Yahoo Answers user White and Nerdy, who asks How can I overcome my strange sexual attraction to my high school mascot? Uh, my what? high school mascot is Mustang, as <laughs> in a horse. And I can't stop feeling sexually attracted to the person in the costume at all the games. It's beyond yeah. embarrassing since I'm one of the cheerleaders. What are some ways to get over this strange attraction? I'd love to hear from others who have had this same problem and what mm-hmm. they've done to get over it. Thanks, everyone. Okay, so let me tell you what I did. You <laughs> got it. <laughs>
1: You gotta just get it out of your system. Yeah, you know get I mean? on that. Get to the time. Enough previews. Time for the main main uh, attraction. Just lock yourself and this poor poor person inside of this mascot costume in a hotel room
0: for a weekend mm. and just work it out and run out of fluid. <laughs> there, there are so many. Just I need love s- till you're dehydrated. I need so much more detail because it, it like it could be. Maybe this person has a horse thing. Maybe this person has a furry thing. Maybe this person just thinks the person inside the costume That's... is sexy. Maybe they just have an objective sexual attraction towards uh, disguises. The one that really threw me off is the statement of "I am attracted to the person in the co- when they are in the costume." Right. Maybe they just have an overabundance of school spirit <gasps> that manifests as a chub.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Like maybe like, a spirit chub. Hey, go Mustangs, we're just so proud of... Oh, fuck. Oh, We've man. got
1: bonus, yes we do. We've got bonus, how about you?
0: Wait, is the person asking this question a guy or a girl? Does it matter? I think it's a girl, based on the avatar. <laughs> which is a cartoon girl. So, uh-huh. probably... And, and, she's I take blue, it back. and she's
1: blue. <laughs> she works in the tree.
0: It's hard to think about these things... It's hard for it's. Do you
1: mean? Do you mean for you? <laughs> for me, it's now difficult for me as a person. It's hard knowing these things we know about people.
0: Let's go down it, the list. Okay, here are. I can really, you know, when I don't have anything to to say, like any any advice, I, got, I just try and go back to my own experience. So, let's see. There, in elementary school, there were the Miller owls, which I guess mm-hmm. is kind of a sexy animal.
1: So sexy. They're with they, their big
0: wet eyes. They have big. <laughs> Moist moist eyes. eyes. And a wingspan that can really wrap around you. Um, Mm -hmm. Hey, uh,
1: if you guys saw an owl that had one of its eyes gouged out, would you fuck the socket? Now now wait, hold on. You get $8. Oh yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. And As oh, a reward can... or just that's what happens when you fuck an owl's eye? <laughs> he can also two other things, two other facts. He can talk and he wants it. <laughs> okay, well, if those are, then yes, all day, every is day. Is anyone watching? Where is this taking place? Is <laughs> it in, 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 in the privacy sin... of my own home? In have sake... the owl come to find me? It's <laughs> taking place in that citadel from the Hunger Games. Oh, okay. Does everyone else want it too? Yeah, they all want eight dollars so that they can buy uh, a healing paste. You need a healing balm. Okay, wait. Okay, in, you have a laceration on your penis, and inside every owl's eye socket, as uh-huh. we know, is a healing balm. Yes, you're in the Hunger Games. <laughs> you're in the Hunger Games. Uh-huh. Your penis has been lacerated by someone from District Eleven with their oh, fishhooks and
0: uh-huh. what
1: have you. And you, the owl is like, listen, I only have one eye. The other socket's all balm. Uh huh. <laughs> also, let me sweeten the pot $8. Also,
0: I'm totally down.
1: I am down with this. Also, yes, I should I have talk. you know
0: it will be consensual because, man, oh, man, I am hard up <laughs> over here.
1: I love those District 12 boys. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the way you smell like coal or are malnourished. I'm I'm a big fan oh, of this right shit. now, and I, man, sometimes Sydney listens to the, the show, and sometimes I'm like in the place where I can see her facial expressions,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm. Dude, this may, is gonna be a good. I one. may
1: have to go on vacation or something, <laughs> a <laughs> private vacation. Just the J man.
0: I don't think I ever had a, a mascot that I found even remotely sexy. I had an owl. <laughs> I had a blue streak, whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. I had a a Highlander. Mm -hmm. And I had a... a Herd of bison. A herd of bison, which I guess, if there was one of them, yeah, I guess (laughs) Maybe one's uh, sexier than the other. Yeah.
1: You know, you got to pick off the sexiest. That's how it works. Um, I think what's really got to be the worst moment is when you are, like, in middle school and stuff, and you're walking around with your friends, and one of them, like, says, like, man... I mean, this may sound weird but like mrs smith is like the hottest teacher and mm. they're like uh oh, you know what i agree and then it's like yeah did you check out jimmy's mom yeah yeah she's really hot and then the other one's like and i really kind of want to fuck the mascot
0: yeah did you see chompers out on that last game <laughs> chompers the biting horse
1: oh man <laughs> and that's the moment where you get to realize that you're weird or like you can pimp and I don't mean that as I don't mean that judgmentally from my point of view. I mean like up until that moment who
0: the who are we? Who are we to say what's right and wrong, you know? Right? But that's It's that, so easy for us to point to point fingers. But that's what you're doing. I think. You're doing exactly that. I'm saying the people that judged this person were wrong. So you're saying this was a learning this is a lesson for the people who were like I want to fuck my teacher and they were the other guys were like I want to fuck the mascot because it's a beautiful horse and they were mm-hmm. like oh you just made me think about things. Uh-huh. You I may- you know
1: what maybe maybe I can see things from your point of view. Chompers is a beautiful beautiful mascot. Mhm. Sinewy. Uh-huh. So so sinewy. And look at so- the motion. It's like a poem. But that's let's not let's not discount the fact
0: let's not fucking discount the fact that this horse mascot might be doing some of the sexiest moves we've (laughs) ever fucking seen before. (laughs) He may be out there like like okay, have you ever seen those YouTube videos of that guy that dresses up in like the skin tight horse outfits and then goes to like public park and just like they're all I watch just gets (laughs) it. You know who I'm talking about though, right? No bullshit. This fucking guy. Imagine that moves like Usher. Like, mm-hmm. how are you not supposed to get lubed up over that? That's, yep. That fucking would get anyone's noodle going. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm completely with you on this front, Griffin. Um, I do I've... not think that there is a principal alive who would allow that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want? A, a skin-tight rubber horse outfit, and you want to fake jerk off? I don't know, mm-hmm. but okay. <laughs> if it'll help win games. <laughs> If it'll put butts
1: in the seats. Butts in seats. Man, 21 Jump Street 2 is really messed up.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hey, here's another question. I recently broke up with my long-term, long-distance girlfriend. There doesn't seem to be any lingering feelings between us, which is good. However, for the extent of our relationship, she was better employed than I was and bankrolled many of our visits. I recently became gainfully employed, and now I feel I should repay her for months of being a broke bum somehow. Is there a tactful... Mature way to do this without sending the wrong signals. That's from newly employed in New York. I mean, honest answer. Yeah, just like do it. Well, I mean, say like, hey, Susan, um, I you know got this new job and I'm feeling like maybe I should pay you back for all the times Absolutely. that you covered my my or... ticket to come visit you. And <laughs> no, here's the thing. <laughs> well, she's gonna thing. say no. This is a secret. This is a Travis secret B side track. Don't
0: do what Travis is saying. This is th- what? This,
1: Travis? No. Why is that not the right thing to do? Okay.
0: Because Travis, you you don't do reparations for an ex. You don't do it. <laughs> you don't do it. It doesn't work. She would rather just not. She. I would pay however much money this person is thinking about giving me to not have to enter into this scenario this conversation
1: you could be spared this conversation if you I mean they didn't the they didn't pay for you guys to visit each uh, other with any expectation of a return on that investment okay so okay there's the twist if in the original discussion okay she said something like and she was like I want you to come visit me and you said ah, I can't really afford that right now maybe we can set something up soon. And she said, don't worry, I'll cover it, and you can pay me back, then I think that door is open. Okay, if it was a loan, if it was clearly, clearly put forth as a loan, I think that that's one thing. But, like, nobody wants to – I mean, this is just the cost of doing business. Like, this is the cost of being in a relationship. No one gets their money back. No, Sorry. I would I would love that. If it was, sure. like, when you break up, you're like, okay, so I did keep track of how often I pay for dinner and you pay for, for dinner – and it does work out, so you owe me like 15 bucks. There's a slight um, imbalance out of do I do need $15 from you. I just need to get it to zero. You know, it's a fiscal thing. It's my uh, account. My, board, is on my, my board wants to you see forget
0: about You forget about that shit. And the first time you go to secure a, a home loan, they're like, mm-hmm. ooh, it looks like you still owe your ex-girlfriend from high school $15. So your credit is just in the pooper. Because right. with, with <laughs> the juice, that's now up to $15,000. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Griffin, what was that? Uh, the Jews. <laughs> okay. So, I think step one is fire your anti-Semitic accountant.
0: That's no, like step not, one. Not
1: the Jews, the Jews. Oh, uh, okay, I'm with you. Um, because of the Jews, you owe your girlfriend $15,000.
0: There is no- God's chosen people must be <laughs>
1: There um, is
0: no lower form of comedy than, hey, that sounds like Jews. <laughs> that there isn't there isn't okay, it's but that here's falls my
1: here's my b-side to the point you're making okay it isn't it
0: <laughs> okay um hey i like I, tom, I, I really i you know i think i'm ready to forgive tom cruise did you say tom jews <laughs> <laughs> that's my impression of you all day
1: okay that was a good impression <laughs> i think you got me on that one um I, thank you for not making me sound as nasal as I am. I appreciate yeah. you adding some baritone. Um, I, 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 I. There's this is not a conversation. Any here's here's a good metric for if you should do something. Talk to everyone you know, mm. and see if anyone has ever heard of the thing you're talking about. Because if not, it is safe to assume that society as a whole has tried it out and there were some uh, uh, unforeseen consequences. You just have to trust that people have thought of this before and it didn't work out if you can't find anyone who has been in a similar scenario. The other thing is, I'm of the opinion that once you break up with somebody, the only sane thing to do is to put them in a mind rocket and shoot them <laughs> into the sun. Like, as far no. as you're concerned, no, I'm, I, as far as you're concerned, who? Visited mm. where? Paid for what? What it, is money? Call, what? <laughs> what is money? Who am I? How did I get here? John, Why is there blood everywhere? John G raped and murdered my wife. What are you even saying? <laughs> call the fixer. <laughs> call the fixer. I got a body here. I don't. No, like, don't do that. There was no. If she was asking you about it, I think that would be one thing. But like. I think that, that could you run a genuine risk of that coming off as very hurtful. I mean, when you were together, yeah, it was worth that money to spend time with you. And, like, I don't think the relationship
0: ending should, should or would negate that. I mean, also, if you guys had invested
1: in a thing together, that's one thing. But this is just time.
0: To go a bit deeper with our diagnosis, is it possible? And th- there's nothing – There's nothing wrong with this impulse, but is it possible that because you were, as you said, a broke bum while you were dating, and now that you are not dating, you kind of want to show her, without malice or intent, that you've kind of gotten your shit together because now you Mm -hmm. have the money that you did not have while you were dating. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it sounds like this might be a bit more about uh, assuaging your guilt
0: than... Uh, actually, it's not even like, it, try it's trying to set it right. I'm not yeah. even talking about guilt. I'm talking about it either like you you may have some deep dark desire to get back with her or not even that just it, to it show it may
1: also just be a message of like hey I'm doing okay. Yeah, like
0: I'm I am doing better than I was doing when we were dating, which I really I as long as you're not a dick about it, like I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with that, but I think that might be what you are also doing by saying, Mm -hmm. here, let me give you some money. Here, here, have this money. You know what I mean? Hey, that's another great test. Say the phrase,
1: hey, let me give you some money and see if it doesn't make you feel like you're paying a prostitute yeah Yeah. say listen i left money for gas on the dresser right how does that make you feel i feel like you're i feel like i mean maybe it's oversimplifying it, but i feel like if you say here's some money for the time that we loved each other like (laughs) here's some money for the time that we loved each other thank you i mean is that not it thank you for the love
0: acts here Can you is please the money. go
1: back in time until Travis from four minutes ago this axiom, this, this wisdom he somehow gleaned? Yeah, listen. Sometimes the people that learn the most
0: is me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of money for love, acts, Do you guys want to go to the money zone?
1: Oh, uh, try to stop me. Dana Ray polling. Yes I do. Shit, really? Yeah. What do you He lives next door to me. What do you know about him? Well, I know that he has two best chippies, Jordan and Joe. Okay. And And it also is important to note that all three of them are dudes. Even though two of them have lady names. Jordan's not Jordan Jordan, I mean Jordan's like an ambiguous lady name. Yeah. What about Joe?
0: Joey Potter? Anyone? Anyone, Anyone know about, ever heard of Joey Potter? Anyone? Did, did you finish he, it, by the way, Griffin? Not yet. I fucking stalled out on that last season. It gets You're so, close. Uh,
1: You're yeah. so close. Yeah. Can we go back? Hey, guys.
0: It's your Travis. Tell us about Dana. Yeah. Well, basically, Dana grew
1: up on a bird farm um, where they would plant birds in the ground, I think, and he is supremely aware of making love to a goose. <laughs> Is that- <laughs> no, that's not what the sentence says <laughs>
0: But we read between the lines I, I love, love it, you t- chopped contention. and screwed
1: their intent <laughs> It says Dana is supremely aware of what you mean by love goose Which I can only mean he uh, Take to mean He's taking a bird lover mm-hmm. At least- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should also mention Before I go too much further Happy birthday, Dana <laughs> Oh yeah, that's you <laughs> What a great dude you are He loves video games and bargain hunting for collectibles preferably. Chairs, life hacking,
0: and goose fucking. Happy birthday, Dana. And we're sorry.
1: We're so, so sorry. Folks, support for My Brother, My Brother, Me comes from audible.com, a provider of digital audiobooks and more. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. With more than 100,000 downloadable titles, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals, you will find what you are looking for. My Brother, My Brother, Me listeners might enjoy Packing for Mars. By friend of the family, Mary Roach. Ooh, For I like free... that. She, she is. She... We're, we're tight. We're bros. I, I know, guess. but I, I thought you were going to say friend of the show. I like friend of the family She's better. a friend of our family. I mean, our show is our family. For a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership, go to audiblepodcast.com slash brother. That's audiblepodcast.com slash, all one word, my brother. So do that and let them know of our power.
0: But it's hard is it when you with a book to Mm -hmm. hold on i can i can do this get it if it was a real book that audible Mm -hmm. gave you like physical Uh uh-huh you shouldn't put your dick inside between the pages and shut the book and then try to fuck that because it it would not feel great but because it's an audiobook that's cool no i was just trying to trying to transition into extreme restraints Extreme Sometimes Trains. I com. listen to the
1: Audible reading of Huck Finn and I just jerk it. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to do this to our friends at Audible.com. Okay. okay. But I, what I will say is com is my choice for things to fuck with. I, I uh. Well, not just with, but things to fuck with, fuck on. Fuck on, fuck near. Fuck, fuck up, fuck, fuck about. down. <laughs> fuck, fuck side to <laughs> side. Fuck adjacent to. <laughs> whatever, uh, man. Whatever you, you want to do. Fuck any preposition you want. Doing
0: the electric slide. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we just got it. Now Charlie Brown. (laughs) Fuck, 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 (laughs) fuck, 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 Guys, Extreme Restraints is uh, your premium online vendor. Everybody fuck your hands. Go on. Extreme Restraints is your premium online vendor for marital aids, they have all kinds of things you can fuck things to help you fuck you've got to get on it if you use the coupon code sexy garfield we had to change it off of midlist it is now sexy garfield you can save 20 percent off of your order so get in there lube it you're gonna just love shoving these things in you yep
1: Uh, you're gonna find so much room you didn't even know you had this is so they are a a uh a small company based in huntington beach they love our show And we love them. They've been a long time. They have, think about this for a second. ExtremeStrakes.com has supported this program more than anyone you know. More than Mm -hmm. anybody on earth. Like combined. has made this show possible. Uh, uh, I just found out very excited that they're going to be sending us a box of of some samples. So I was curious.
0: Have you guys decided what you're going to? I'm thinking just
1: grab bag. Honest, Tom, it just, just surprised uh, me. Now, be careful with the grab bag. It is more uh, painful than it sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've ordered a gomju bar. I'm just going to
0: see how that works out. Like. <laughs> it's a gomju bar for your dick. <laughs> it's a pain box that you lower your balls into. Fear is the mindset. I must not be
1: a fear. Oh, God, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> ExtremeStreets.com is obsessed with finding the one object that will cause you. <laughs> genital pain but no pleasure to anyone <laughs> so far they have not managed if you envision the site as that ongoing experiment just the this the, the floatsome and jetsam from one man's quest to find something that will hurt your dick but won't turn you
0: on uh, yeah th- their <laughs> newest it's, it's their denaritive. newest addition is the puzzle box from hellraiser just have <laughs> demons just tear your dick and body body had shreds. a winner
1: and then some weirdo in Des Moines was like yes mama. Do likey. <laughs> so it's for sale now. You can buy it because he hates it so much. There's only one of everything.
0: That's not true. <laughs> None of the things we said for the past minute are true, but here's what is true. You gotta fuck, and it's gonna make it better. ExtremeRestraints.org. Use the, the coupon code sexygarfield, all one word, for 20% off. It's a com. I fucked up.
1: It's disappointing. It's upsettingly discreet, I would say, because I really want. I don't give a fuck. I want the neighbors to be like, oh, they're fucking right. Yeah. Look at them. They got a dildo-shaped box. (laughs) Hi, this is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a new show about the epic fails and genius moments of being a mom. How do you take care of a baby and still find time to moisturize your tattoos? Join us every week to find out. And remember, you don't have to be a bad mom to be one bad mother. Subscribe for free on iTunes or go to MaximumFun.org. I'm pretty staunchly opposed to piracy, but one of my close friends uses this as his number one avenue for accessing his movies and music. He often enters into conversations with me about why he thinks piracy is right and offers completely unjustified reasons for his standpoint. In favor of not getting into an argument over something so trivial, I tend to just end the conversation as soon as possible. But I feel this leaves him thinking he has the upper hand and he is on occasion feels free to remind me I couldn't come back with a better argument and he is right. Is it better to just take his banal arguments or should I make my stand in hopes of ending his prattling on? And that's from Sincerely Plundered in San Jose. I am sick of this discussion. Piracy is evil. They make people walk the plank, they take people's booty, yeah. they're sinking ships all over the Spanish Main, mm-hmm. and I am sick of it. Um, <clears throat> my dad, my father, made gold doubloons <laughs> for 30 years in his workshop. You're
0: taking food out of his children, whose knees, mouth. I think there's an alternate solution to this problem, and that is to call the cops on your shitty friend and <laughs> get him thrown in jail. Oh is my
1: there God. a hotline? Is there like, is there something I could do? You'd be like, hey, my friend got that Hobbit movie on the DL, please take him away. Do you Why don't you, sweet here's a good idea. If you lured your friend into an argument and you get him to detail all of his piracy and then at the end you're oh. like i guess you're right and then you pull out a micro recorder and you're you like you you, you pull, pull up your shirt
0: you pull up your flower shirt. on
1: your on your jacket the the comically large flower that turns mm. out was a microphone the whole time you've been the wired you got me again bobby
0: that's all that the <laughs> show the wire is by the way if you haven't seen the wire it's just about a man hiding a wire on his body and being like so you stole those bowling shoes from the alley, huh? Yeah, I did. What's it to you? It's not to me, but tell to the judge. And he pulls his shirt up. Team. And the best part is that man is in no way affiliated with any kind of law enforcement. Uh-huh. And official. every, every. <laughs> he's just like a freelance wire. Every there. week he hides the wire in a different place. So like he mm-hmm. takes off. And his, it's up to you to find it out. He takes off his is. Jamiroquai hat. And there's. <laughs> <laughs> there's a tiny stenographer under there. Uh-huh.
1: You know that under Jamiroquai's has a smaller hat. Yeah. God, what a great guy. I bet he starts every concert that way. Hold on, let me get more comfortable. What does he sound like that? I don't know. why is he eating a mouthful of cheese? I don't know if he's British or Jamaican or a mouse, so I made it all of them. combined. Um,
0: uh-huh. man, I don't. Uh, it's hard to have a conversation with anybody about piracy ever because there's a lot of companies that really have it in common to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, corpse. But at the same time, like, I don't... I haven't pirated music since I was in college, I think. Um, and that's just, like, I don't want to get holier than thou because, really, if it wasn't for Spotify, who knows? Like, who knows I, where I would be. I mean, that's,
1: but that's a great point. Like, there are companies out there like Spotify and Now I've Forgotten the Other Ones.
0: What's the other ones? Uh, um, Where you can get the music from them? Though, like those catalogs that you get in the magazine, and you get six free CDs, and then you have to like sell oh, them to you your friends. Oh, you fucking know what I'm talking about? Don't be a dick. Uh, Come on. There's a what? my my neighbor, uh, Suzanne. She uh, she just sings a lot. So <laughs> she sings much. while she gardens. It's really nice. <laughs>
1: Anyways, but there are things out there that will
0: give you. Sometimes a song. car drives down the street and they've got their their radio turned up really I, loud, so, <laughs> so you get no, like. No, a, look,
1: it's on my phone. You oh get like mind.
0: a few free. Sets. Sometimes you can just like whistle yourself a tune, and that's free music. So
1: <laughs> maybe you make your own music.
0: <laughs> Listen to this. It's <laughs> a free song for you guys. It's called TM, Claps.
1: TM, TM, TM,
0: TM, TM. Do not redistribute so it.
1: Can I say I I uh I I. I think that this argument is probably the most boring one you can have and i've fallen mm-hmm. into it uh, 150,000 times here's the <laughs> here's the only thing you can say right yeah i've done it too because everybody has in their entire mm-hmm. life please don't say you haven't but i try not to because it's i don't think it's right it's just a personal thing you don't have to convert anyone to believe anything trust me the problem doesn't get any better at all if you convince this person that it's stealing. If they can't unless. like use their, their n- unless, you set up a Christmas Carol type situation, with musicians and movie stars from the past, present, and future, to sit there and come to your friend at night and tell him what a d bag. <laughs> hey,
0: is. hey, I'm Moby. I'm when I want to came to talk to you about some of your habits. <laughs> come with me. This is my
1: car that I have to drive now because you stole all my music and I can't afford a better car than this. I live in it. <laughs> Hey, I'm Moby. I live in my car, and I can't stop crying. Hey, it's time. me, Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I was in Big Love? You just torn it at all of it. Now mm-hmm. I live in Moby's car. <laughs> Hold on, let me open the trunk. Hi, I'm Bill Pullman. Lots of people confuse me with Bill Paxton. That never happened before piracy.
0: Please, Please help. Please let me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I look like you. Please let me out. <laughs> there can be
1: only one. Close. Please let me out of Moby's truck. I don't think I would pirate anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? I think I would seek help. No, I think I have some other issues to work out. Who cares? Who gives a f- shit? It's not worth it. It's like your dorm is Twitter. Like, just quit it. I no will one gives s- a crap. Here, here, I will okay. say
0: I had a roommate, and I'm not going to name names Jacob Dunkel. Ah, <laughs> oh, it slipped out, Dunkle. Let's I'm sorry. Say, let's say Jacob Dunkle. Dunkle, I'm sorry. To keep putting you on blast, but, <laughs> but Dun- Dun- Gr- Dunkle lives in the same
1: town as me. Griffin has moved. And whenever I see, Dunkle, that's all he'll say. Why did you put me on blast? <laughs>
0: Dunkle, I'm sorry to keep it. putting you on blast. Because
1: my youthful indiscretions were safe in the annals of time. <laughs> Dunkle's just trying to stay under the radar. <laughs> I can't on go run. I can't go back to prison. Dunkle, Dunkle's
0: not going back to prison. Dunkle got hit up he by won't survive another stretch. Dunkle got hit up by whatever that whatever that anti-piracy thing is who went and did all the suing of all the college students. Gave him a formal warning for downloading for downloading feature films. In their defense, he pirated more shit than any other ten people I know combined. <laughs> but he got hit up because he downloaded. I think it was like Mulholland Drive or something. He got he got dinged. He got dinged by the by the Motion Picture Association of America. Do so like it does happen. It. I mean they, they'll keep an eye on it. I hope he one of those not- guys
1: that just tormented things because they were there? Like, mm-hmm. he might want to watch uh, them someday. Why do you have Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2 in Spanish? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I can't no. stop. It's a, I
0: have a real problem. It's only half of it. And it's, <laughs> the, it's they actually, it's homemade. Somebody did a, a shot for shot homemade, like, in Be Kind of Rewind, it's, which it's, I also they, pirated in Dutch. This
1: is a Sweden version of uh, <laughs> a Sisterhood. That's what we fans call it. I hope he's
0: okay. I hope he didn't. I hope he's not he's incarcerated. Fine. I hope they he's didn't fine. get him. He's I just saw him. He's saw not on Max he's, and Irma's. He's not on the inside? He's fine. Oh, he's on
1: the inside of Max and Irma's. <laughs> Probably not still, but he was dead. Griffin, I need a Yahoo.
0: Here's a Yahoo answer. Sent in by... Um, oh, God. All of them are Ira Ray.
1: Come on, Ira Ray. You're the friend best.
0: Um, it's by Yahoo Answers. Somebody is listening somebody to the, show. the other day, Somebody tweeted the other day asking if we just used his questions so we could do the theme song. No, we keep, like, I don't want to discourage everybody else who's sending in questions because, like, they're all great, and I appreciate it, and, uh, like, I, I do, I read everyone that people send in a week, and I do not mean to put you all down, but IRAs are just, they're superb. They're so good. Um, IRA, thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers. user question mark. Who asks did the popularity of the karate kid basically ruin the effectiveness of the crane kick since now everyone will know what's coming when you get in the crane kick position and the element of surprise is gone has the crane kick become an extinct move do martial arts experts not like the karate kid for ruining the crane kick in the way magicians don't like other magicians who reveal their secrets (laughs) so by this person's logic if anyone has ever done the crane kick once uh-huh. It no, is publicly. Publicly. It's, well, not even that, because the person who receives, the, who's on the receiving end of the cake, <laughs> they, have the, they you tell two friends. to them. They tell two friends, and then they to tell two friends, and pretty sure, soon, it's, you know, the fucking T-Fury's printing on T-shirts. Like, all right. I bet it's more of a thing like when somebody gets in the crane kick position at a meet or competition or whatever, the judges just like roll their eyes. Right, uh. Uh, fuck you. If I was the judge of a martial arts contest and I saw somebody get in the crane kick competition, I would be the most excited for anything I've ever been in the fullness of the my life. The better
1: question is how sick do you think officials are at those meets of people yelling, sweep the leg! Like literally every time, every it three It has to be, right? Three minutes. Has to be. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome... First and foremost, we ask you, please don't yell sweep the
0: We fucking we get it. it.
1: We have all, in fact, seen Karate Kid. You are very funny. Please do not say sweep the Also, not
0: allowed. Put him in a body bag.
1: <laughs> that is done.
0: Cobra Kai Never Die is out. Also, uh,
1: later on this evening, we do have a roller derby bout happening here. They have asked that you not shout whip it. Everybody. <laughs> thank you. Please, yeah, thank much. you. I'm JB Miller. <laughs> I'm, I'm Huntington radio personality and deep, deep <laughs> in joke, JB Miller. <laughs> God, fuck you guys. So a little, I'm Huntington f- Wall of Famer, JB Miller. And now a little reference for no one, JB Miller. <laughs> so let's. JB Miller is awesome, by the way. He's a okay, good joke. Great. <laughs> He's just fun to impersonate him. He just has a great radio voice.
0: Just Google him. Listen, Google the fuck come on, Adam. people. <laughs> Hashtag JB Miller. You get in a fight with someone at a bar. We'll call, we'll call this someone J.B. Miller, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> would you be hero to millions, J.B. J.B. Miller. Miller arcs one of his legs up, bends his knee upwards, lifts that leg up while the other leg is planted firmly on the ground, slightly bent, and puts his two arms up as if he is flapping his arms like a bird. If you have not seen and are not even aware of the Karate Kid... I still think you can assume, like, oh, that kick is coming, (laughs) like that—that physical. I should lean slightly back. Like you have exposed yourself in a way, and prevented one of your legs from moving in a way that the only thing that can mean is that the other leg's coming up facewards. (laughs) (laughs) You know, be great. I think that
1: if somebody did that to me in a bar, yes, my first thought would be to like just punch him. Because they've left themselves very vulnerable or, and open. Alternatively but two,
0: just push but, them gently and they'll <laughs> fall right over. But I'm gonna be honest, I would
1: let it happen just to see how they did it. Because there's gotta be like ninety percent of people that do that have to be like, Don't worry, I saw this on Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they're gonna do it and just fall on their fucking faces.
0: Yeah. But there's gonna be ten percent of people yeah. that are just gonna nail it. It would be it. worth it to take that kick just to right? see this just to see this bad boy unfold. I'm just saying, like it be, it be you're like on the ground with your nose bleeding. So I was like, oh, what
1: happened? Like that guy just fucking crane kicked me. To know
0: that and he nailed it, even if that person like said some really racist shit and like you know poured an entire beer on your friend or girlfriend and like was a total jerk and you know you desperately wanted to fight him, I would let that happen, just so that he can have that story. Uh-huh. The the chance to give somebody a gift that magical, it never comes along. And to yeah. and to just like, I would lay on the ground and he would bend over and be like, thank you. I'd be like, pay it forward. Grandson, <laughs> granddaughter, come here. <laughs> okay. Allow Papa
1: to tell you of the time he gave the greatest gift. Kick it forward. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to let three other people crank kick you in the
0: face. It is not a very good. And now, it, and now let me die peacefully. The conversion rate is not very good. I know. <laughs> what
1: if the guy who originally Craig kicked him came back, like, at the end of late miserable when he's on his deathbed? He's, he's going to kick you into infinity now. I thought you'd forgotten about me. I never forgot. <laughs> the, the secret was it was the best moment of my life, too. And I'm going to die also, but I want to die, And then they kick each other, and it's like perfectly timed, so they both go flying back, and they freeze in midair, and their outlines form a heart. It's like the end of D3. And they just crane kick each other, freeze frame. (laughs) Steven Soderbergh film, The End, D4. Box (laughs) office smash. Mm. I wish I'd been there the first time that somebody was crane kicking somebody When that when that prior art in the crane kicking case was uh, was created. Because I, I would imagine that it probably looked ridiculous. Because the yeah. implication of the crane kick is that I can't stand on one leg without falling over mm-hmm. unless I am balancing with my hands. Mhm. So it seems to me you could do a crane kick. Well,
0: I, I, don't, I don't think that's actually it. Yeah. I don't think it is a – I don't think it has anything to do with physics. I think it has something to do with birds with large <laughs> wingspans are, are terrifying.
1: terrifying. How about – Because here's the thing. Like I think that if you're the opponent and you see that happen, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Where'd Daniel go? Suddenly there's a bird here and then you're kicked. yeah, yeah. You see, you see a flamingo, and you're like, big fucking deal, skinny ass legs. It's pink. This is no, this is no trouble at all. I can fucking wreck mm-hmm. this bird. They get those wings out, and you're like, nope, 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 out. Now Griffin, you know it's not called the flamingo kick, right? No, nope. like you could have said crane. But I am talking about another large, goofy ass looking bird of prey. <laughs> and then he did the heron we kick. Wanted to go with ostriches, but ostriches are objectively terrifying. hmm. Well, they have judgmental faces. Yeah. Well, that's not why I was... I was more talking about the fact that they have fucking Velociraptor talons, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess... I guess that also doesn't help.
1: This is a two-part question, okay? And I put them together because I wanted to close on this very important point that we apparently have not made yet, and I wanted one last chance to make it. Here's the first question. I'm a mid-twenties guy who lives in a suburban area, and I have trouble meeting women my age around here. However, there's one girl who lives nearby... Who seems like she could be really cool her sister and brother-in-law are good friends of mine and i've met th- and i met her through them the problem is i only met her once a while ago and aside from recently becoming facebook friends and exchanging the occasional like or comment have hardly interacted with her since my question is this how can i find some way to hang out with her again i don't know her well enough to ask her out but i'd like to get to know her in a more casual setting my friends rarely come to the area and when they do, they usually just hang out with her and her family, not me. What's a creative, non creepy way to cross paths with her again? See if she's cool as I hope she is. That's from Hangout Hopeful. Here's another oh. question. Here's another question. Okay. Next weekend, I'll be going to an event with some friends. That should be totally awesome. But I've just been informed that by a mutual friend that one of the people I'll be rooming with is secretly pining for me and thinks I feel the same. I like spending time with him, but I don't have any romantic feelings, and I don't want to give him the wrong idea. Should I give him a heads up and risk making him really uncomfortable, or should I wait to see if he brings up the topic on his own?" And that's from per- from Perplexed
0: Pax-goer. Is it what, are we doing both of these together because they both represent opposite ends of- I just, I, I, when I, I read these two actually like in sequence, Travis, I happened to star them, and
1: they're of course not related obviously they, these people are not the same people they're not re- regarding the same problem but we, we we used to hit on this a lot during the show and I and I really I want to circle back around to it jokes aside and really try to hit this home okay this conniving and the strategies and the oh yeah and the like trying to make y- you guys are fake you have a name you're Facebook friends you've liked each other's just ask her dummy. Just mm-hmm. say, do you want to go out sometime? And stop wasting your life minutes trying to come up with a way to make yourself more comfortable with that because that's all you're really doing. I mean Well yeah, what you're doing is you're trying to recreate like a romantic comedy moment. Right, like, exactly. Oh hey, didn't expect <laughs> you to be at the driveway. We, <laughs> we didn't have a meet cute, so now I want to try to create one. When like if you've here here's the question that I don't think people uh, – people are amazing, and they're worthwhile. And I think everybody listening to the show right now is worthwhile. You're cool and funny and, mm-hmm. and worth – You have great taste. You have great
0: taste in podcasts. Yeah, and your fucking you're, sexy body. You, oh, <laughs> God. Fucking, especially Look since you've you in that gym, Mustang costume.
1: Cutting down carbs. You, you're great. If you could develop feelings for this person, even sort of the first inkling, the first spark of feelings, why – why do you make the assumption that there's no way this person could be thinking the same? You know and, why? And simultaneously, if you're wanting to get to know them, the way that you do that is by asking them out and spending time with them. Right. Like there's there's no time clock that you got to punch and get like ten
0: hours credit before you can ask. Let them me out. let me tell everybody where we are as a civilization. This is where get we me. are. Where. I feel like for a good long while there, like back in the, 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 you know, soda shop days, the custom was, hey, I met you and I liked you and this is crazy, but here's my number. So call you me, call me maybe. Call me maybe. <laughs> no, it was, I met you, I found you interesting, let's spend more time together to get to know each other, and then maybe we can procreate by the time we're 17. And mm-hmm. that became such, that was the norm, and then all of a sudden it wasn't anymore. And it did become about this conniving and trying to find ways and trying to be too cool for school and trying to sneak sneak your way into love. And now Mm -hmm. I feel like the people who can fucking get up the courage to say, hey, I think you're interesting. I want to get to know you better. Let's go on a date. Like that has come back into fashion now. And like, if you can pull that move off, it doesn't matter if they say yes or no, they're gonna think you're fucking cool. Well I know dude's like the my end. friend John Scheller is
1: is one of the smoothest guys and I really think the whole trick to that is that he just says what he's thinking to women. It just and he's a, he's a very nice confident good-looking guy who just like rolls up and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?"
0: I, like there's no pretense or subtext. I don't even think it has anything to do with charm or intellect or anything. It is just having that fraction of courage required to say, no, "I think you're interesting and I want to get to know you better," literally. That, no, what I'm saying is that that is what comes across as charm. It's not He's though. Like having that
1: courage, but I'm saying that if you have that courage and you're confident and you can do it, that comes
0: across as being one of the charming guys. If you try to, if you try to fucking sneak it in sideways, though, you're gonna come off as a creep. <laughs> you're gonna
1: be arrested.
0: <laughs> well, no. You know what I, I mean? You know, like. Uh, no you're absolutely
1: right imagine imagine uh dating imagine you're a car dealership okay you are a used car all right oh, and the that is not who, a
0: great analogy <laughs> just
1: hang with me hang with me okay if you show up and the car salesman you, you see a car like over in the corner the car salesman's like i can't show you that one i don't think you're ready to like it yet i have yeah. to <laughs> i have to ply you a bit what kind of vibe are you going to get about that car the answer is not a good vibe but if as soon as you show up at the dealership the guy's like never mind you know what i have the car for you this is a great car you're going to love this car that's confidence and that's appealing that that we mm-hmm. like that we, we w- like to think that anybody else knows what the fuck they're doing because we certainly do not confidence is that's all confidence is is holding up your end of the social bargain to pretend like you know what's going on because none of us do.
0: I'm saying it, that's right. It is so uncommon to be to be straightforward with somebody when it comes to when it comes to dating. It's so rare that when you pull it off, it's like seeing up it's like seeing a fucking unicorn. It's like holy shit. Like I don't know how I feel about you, but yeah, sure. I I got asked on a date. Can you fucking believe it? And he didn't and do it on a He didn't do it on a text message. Can you fucking believe it? And the crazy thing about it is like the, it's it's also
1: doesn't have to mean like coming across as desperate or doing that. Like that, I think that's what people are afraid they will seem like if there's like, hey, you you're pretty, you know what I mean? But like just do it you don't say teeth? hey
0: you're pretty or hey the shampoo you use smells good you say hey i think you're <laughs> interesting and i want to get to know you better do you want to hang and out sometime never start a sentence with you probably get this a lot but what? don't no. say that no
1: no nope. don't say i know i don't look like much don't uh-huh <laughs> nope. i know we just met no or i don't want to seem creepy but, but stop i don't want to th- Nope, stop doing that. Don't don't apologize for yourself. Don't make excuses for yourself. I know I have a
0: half-formed vestigial twin hanging off of my (laughs) neck, but...
1: (laughs) You just don't even acknowledge it. Let them bring it up. Let them be it If you have a
0: half-formed vestigial twin on your neck that can talk, if you still straightforwardly ask somebody out, they're gonna say yes. (laughs) And then take a drink of water while your twin sings, Moon River. (laughs) You Okay, so l- you but
1: we've been paying a lot of attention to the first half of the question though. No, but this is the, what I'm saying is the two are connected because Well, this, this, the, second the second one doesn't one want breeds, to go out. The one breeds the situation though. What I'm saying ah, is it makes the first it's cause and effect. It's cause and effect. The first breeds a second situation where you're actively making the person uncomfortable. It's bad for both parties to create this uh, you know to to uh, you know create this weird pre-dating phase that like just ask. You just ask and if it doesn't work out, cool. Maybe you can be friends afterwards and you don't have to spend another night thinking about it. Here's the secret. You want to going the se- I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you, you guys hear that book, The Secret? Mm-hmm. Of course you, mm-hmm. did. you didn't read it. So I'm going to tell you what the secret is. You ready? Mm-hmm. No matter what you look like <laughs> Bruce Willis is dead at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what you look like and no matter what the person doing the asking looks like, getting ass out on a date makes you horny. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. This is irrefutable. Fucking oh, irrefutable. God. When you get out on a date, it makes you horny because you think, oh, I can have sex with this person, maybe. It doesn't matter who you are or what you look like or any of it. Getting ass on a date makes you feel good and usually
0: Well, don't backpedal, because you just made it sound like 100% of the time.
1: It always makes you horny, always. So if you can go
0: to someone and you say,
1: hey, do you want to go out on a date? They may say no.
0: But they will also say thank you for making me horny. (laughs) I'm going to go use this. But But thank you for riling up my I'm going to go
1: use this on someone else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to store this up, cash it in later with my husband. I'm going to bank it. it. Uh, I'm going to ask my husband. Um, and, I just want And short button. answer to the person in the perplexed Pax goer I don't think you have to bring it up as long as you have not done anything that is misleading
0: yeah, then just, yeah.
1: if this dude has feelings i mean I would problem. be
0: straightforward with them though just as a courtesy like you don't want him spending the entire trip like trying to. Yeah, but I also don't know how you bring that up if you're like, hey Dave, just so you know, before we get on this road trip, I don't have feelings for you.
1: Alright, pack it up everybody. <laughs> Let's roll out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you get the Who's Cheetos? You got the Cheetos. Cool. We're good to roll. You want to sit in the back with me? Nope. Ah, uh, You're crying. Fuck. <laughs> the the yeah. best thing you can give somebody
1: is your time. And by asking someone on a date, you say to them, I think you me- there's a chance you could be the person I want to give all my time to. I don't care what you look like or if you're a dirtbag or any of it, that's that's a nice thing to say to somebody. Even if it, nothing ever comes of it, okay? Nothing ever comes of it. Y- you have still done something nice for them and made yourself a bit more confident and a bit more used to getting, you know, if you, if you are rejected. And you know what? If you're rejected, it's based on nothing because the person doesn't know you. So it's nothing to feel bad about if you uh, say mooch a bunch of a girl's money off of her so you can keep visiting her and then you leave her and don't give her because you really back, like traveling to new york city love to go like to new that's new your business that's your business no that uh, it's it's a great thing to ask somebody out it's nice and it's not weird and it's how society has operated for so long don't make it into a big thing
0: don't like that's uh, what I'm saying. You got a cool hand, one? Luke. It because your friends. If you ask out somebody that your friends know, they're gonna make both of you try and feel weird about it because people are fucking dicks. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta be like, I don't, man. Just calm down. You know, we're just we're just hanging out and just spend some time together to just see if we see if we are a simpatico. And if you could say it in that <laughs> kind of tone, and when you say it, like lower your sunglasses down your face. <laughs> then uh, uh, I let think, me do
1: this other favor for you. If you say do you want to go out sometime and the person says, I don't know, let me think about it, you rescind that offer yep. so fast that you uh-huh. do not have time to even let the, like, they don't even finish the well, sentence.
0: You listen, as long as we're making fast. big
1: broad strokes, I'm going to throw this out too because oh, we get no. this question once a week. I'm worried. If you schedule a date with someone and then they tell you, oh, no, like, call you 30 minutes beforehand and they're like, oh, no, I just, it turns out. That I gotta get a wisdom tooth out at 9 p.m. or whatever. Can we reschedule it? And then they reschedule it, and then they cancel on you again. No, don't they even don't, don't even do, do the
0: second one. Yeah. Whoa. Don't even do that. If they can't suffer a rotten, lightning <laughs> pain in their mouth to spend time with you, then if they love you, they set you free, and then mm-hmm. you run away, and that's how you. That's how they know they fucked up is how I well, saying well if people's goes. misguided
1: attempt to try to like let you down easy by stringing you along it's fucking bullshit if they wanted to go out with you they would find the time to people say dating Please stop asking d- me that people question.
0: say dating is so hard and it's not it's the shit that happens right before the dating starts that sucks mm-hmm. so everything that you do to prolong that shittiness is is not a favor yeah so
1: let me say this to the other side if somebody asks you out and you don't want to go out with them Please. Say, like, oh, no, thank you, but I'd rather not. Booyah. I mean, you don't necessarily need to feel No, I'm sorry, sorry, like sorry. They're sorry. offering you an order. d'oeuvre. You, do, you have to say booyah. <laughs> booyah. <laughs> I, I Just ask. If you get rejected, that's fine. The hundredth time you get rejected, you're not going to feel it. And then you'll be well, that cool guy that, that gets like, dates all But if all you're the not time. asking, if you're not, like, I, I, some dude I know, like, a couple months ago said to me, like, I just, I can't seem to stay with a girl. I can't find the one. I can't, all these relationships end, and it's like, yeah, because they will until they don't anymore, and then you marry that person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not this magical thing where, like, oh, I bumped into this girl on the subway, <gasps> married, right? Like, Sorry, there's a Jeff, ho- can you walk me through that again? I ran into a girl on the subway. <laughs> I think, wait, I think my reaction was she fell on the tracks. <laughs> My God, someone help her. That's my wife. I ran into her on the subway. I bumped her off the platform. That's my future wife down there. (gasps) That's somebody called a fixer. (laughs) (laughs) There's blood everywhere. Hey, you are a really attractive ambulance driver. Mary.
0: (laughs) While you were sleeping, too. While you were dead.
1: (laughs) That's While how you were in many pieces on the track. <laughs> that's how you turn a meat cute into cute meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. Let's, like, let's hey, just thanks, just This has
1: been our comedy podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's an advice show for the modern era that only occasionally gets a little preachy. Uh, uh, I hope you've had as much fun as we have. Thank you to those tweeting about the show. Uh, Chris Daly, our dad... <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Hannah Eli uh, Majin Johnny, Fred Wood Hannah Eli again, Jason Kirk of course, uh, Joshua C.W. King, John John S John Gruber, lots of Johns Jen Velarosa, not a John Uh, Thank you to everybody tweeting about the show. If you are going to tweet about it, maybe include a link to our sampler. It's bit.ly forward slash it's my
0: uh, I want to thank John Rondrick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song It's a Departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed uh, which has so many good tracks on it Hindsight Seven yeah. uh, just uh, download the fucking thing
1: I, I also I want to encourage don't pirate it I want to encourage you all to go check out all the other uh, maxfun.org, uh podcasts just go to MaximumFun.org there's at this point, too many to mention. I think we have like 60 or 70 different podcasts on our network at this point. But do check out the forums. Um, and, you know, every week when we post a show, there is a forum uh, kind of uh, thread created.
0: Make sure you pop on there and kind of give us your two cents. Yeah. Or your 10 cents or $10. Uh, speaking of, it's that time of year again, the 2013 Max Fun Drive is just around the corner. Maybe you're already a a devoted monthly member of Maximum Fun. Maybe you're a virgin. And maybe, maybe you've never donated to Maximum Fun before. Either way, starting April 1st, we're going to be running some of our best content of the year, us and every other show uh, on Maximum Fun, doing awesome giveaways uh, with stuff like thank you gifts and packages. Some of the sponsors for the gifts this year are fucking out of control. We mentioned that Extreme Restraints is up in it. So like I'm still not exactly sure what they're giving away, but if it's like a maximum fun themed dildo, like maybe it's the max mm-hmm. fun rocket ship, but you put it in your butt, and then you blast <laughs> off into space with it, pleasure space. Uh, then then you gotta you gotta donate and you can get on that stuff, and all that stuff helps us, you know, make a little money off of doing the show. Um, it helps us do like we bought new mics. Um, when, when we first got on Max Fawn. Uh, it helps us do stuff like we pay for our travel with live shows, which I know we haven't done in a while. I'm sorry. It's been fucking crazy busy. Um, but, but It also feeds my cat. It feeds Travis's cat. Um, anyway, uh, also we have a bonus episode that we usually have a lot of fun with. Um, <laughs> so so don't miss it. It starts April 1st and it runs for two weeks. Tune in, show your support, and, and catch the, the best episodes Mbim Bam has to offer. And if I can add an addendum, yeah, please addendum
1: it. It is also very important to me and hopefully my brothers that we just crush all the other podcasts. We try not to hit that note too hard, but I just want to crush. We really usually do. Put I want to feel Brian Sofie's face below my foot.
0: That's awful.
1: Well, that's no. That's just because that's the only way I can finish.
0: (laughs) Oh God! So. Tune in and hear Travis say things. Pay more money to listen to Travis <laughs> say more things like that.
1: To perpetuate Travis saying things like that.
0: Um, this final Yahoo answer was uh, sent in by Nick Jensen. Thank you, Nick Jensen. It's by Yahoo Answers. V. Who asks? Is it normal that I eat my hot pockets in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> the only the only additional details are ham and cheese. <laughs>
1: I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin
0: McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me,
1: kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Listener
1: supported. MaximumFun.org is a co-sponsor of the fifth annual Women in Comedy Festival happening this weekend in Boston. The festival kicks off Thursday, March 21st with SNL alumni Rachel Dretch and Horatio Sands performing with other top improvisers from the UCB Theater. For comedy fans, the festival is an incredible opportunity to see some of the best
0: comics working today, not to mention some of my personal favorites like Maria Bamford. For more information and tickets, visit www.womenincomedyfestival.com.